This is CliffCentral.com. I can't think of a better way to kick off the show. Uh, Jungle, busy earning, really dope track. Really, really dope track. Um, as Gareth mentioned a little bit earlier on, if you weren't at Madison Avenue on the 31st of December, I don't know. You live under a rock, man. It was it was one of the dopest parties I've ever been to. Really cool. Uh, all right. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this morning, I'll be standing in for Andrew Levy as well as Rory. Uh, my name is uh, Jack, just another cool kid, and I'm hanging out with my trusted uh, companion, my friend, my dude, Mr. Neil Van Given. I hope we can find you this time. I swear to God. <laughs> Hello. We still can't find. Let me let me try find you. Let me try track you down here. Here we Maestro. go, Maestro. Duncan is coming in to help us out. Uh, there we go. I'll just there we go. The other side, like, yeah. I feel like you're I'm a distant here, friend. Right? Yeah. There you go. But then th- somehow we get connected again. And and it just happens like that. Anyway, good morning. Yes. Good morning. Yes. Now you're here. How are you? Was it as good as being inside a woman? Uh, wow The, the, the party Because you said you know, Oh oh, Was it as good as the <laughs> Inside a woman I'm going to need you To clear things up with me Sometimes Like I can't keep up with you Sometimes Okay it, it, it was It was Yeah It was There were a lot of women there Actually uh-huh. A lot of great looking women And obviously You know being uh, Just another cool kid I'm sure you got you some uh, well, I got, I got something. I, I think I saw a tweet of yours, like, yeah, I think you, you put a smiley face in the morning, like a, an emoji in the morning, a smiling one. Man, I was I just having a fantastic happy. time, okay? okay As cool. to who I was having a fantastic time with is yeah. a conversation for another day. Alright, cool. Yeah, man. So, uh, I'm gonna be hanging out with uh, a couple of my friends for the next 30 minutes. And, uh, on the flip side of that, we're gonna be speaking to a fantastic woman. Uh, but before we get to that, we've got three gentlemen in the studio. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves, or should I introduce you? Um, it's Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, here we go. Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> he will go first. Okay. Um, my name is Spoo. Um, Spoo Pagati. Friends know me as Spoo. Um, architect. Alright. Cool. Next one. Yeah. Ooh. Hello. 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 Uh, oh. Okay. Where Where did that voice come from? I don't know, man. I've been quiet for a while. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Chulani here, uh, friends with this idiot, uh, industrial engineer in occupation. Oh, snap. Oh, hey, yeah. hey. Mr. Tall, Dark, and Handsome over Hey, there. man. <laughs> He's that guy. Industrial engineer. Let me check you out. Uh, and then, uh, we've got another interesting gentle Prada in the studio. Shogabras. I told you he's interesting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so fantastic, man. Hey, Tether. <laughs> Just came through on his own flow, on his own on, vibe. On his Ooh, own okay. tip, man. On his own tip. Okay. Um, what we will be discussing this morning is actually pretty intense. Um, it's a serious thing. Uh, there's, there's no way that you could have picked up a newspaper, switched on the TV, got on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and not have seen um, the outrage that that happened after uh, a, a certain lady decided to post a very stupid thing uh, uh, on Facebook. We are speaking none other than of uh, we are speaking of rather none other than Miss Penny Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, what a time! What a time! Okay, right. let me firstly let's let let me ask you guys personally what uh, why are you guys pissed off? If you are pissed off, if you are, what what emotions do you have for that post, or thoughts at least? Uh, okay, when I first saw the post, 
I was pissed off. I won't lie. Just like anybody else, you okay. know? Uh, because in a sense, it was out of context. We didn't really know who the person was. Everybody just got angry from seeing a post of someone they didn't really know. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, obviously, what she said was stupid. It was offensive. So that that's what pissed me off initially. But then I got to listen to her on the interviews when they now started calling her, <laughs> and I stopped being pissed off. It was like, okay, oh no, she's just stupid. <laughs> you know, that's that's all. She's that's just all really so. Yeah, I'm not pissed off anymore, man. I'm fine. Yeah. You're fine now. Yeah, I'm fine. I hate that. <laughs> Because I've been with you guys for the past three days And you've been pissed off for the past three days When I need you to be pissed off You guys are fine <laughs> Ah man, Spussy, so your thoughts? Um, yeah, like um, Obviously, like Dumele said Initially, I was also very pissed off But then you realize that She was never ready, first and foremost She was never ready for what was going to happen there yeah. She thought she was talking to a mother or something <laughs> <laughs> Hi mom <laughs> Um, and then, and on top of it, getting frustrated at someone like that is such a waste of energy, really yeah. speaking, because you can just hear from a voice that she's that typical, <laughs> typical, typical dumb, like that you can't even take away from her. So it's pointless getting angry at her. I wonder if she's blonde. Has anyone seen a picture yep, of her? Is she, is. is she blonde? Yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry. How's that for a stereotype? <laughs> <laughs> Look, now, uh, okay, my reason, uh, another reason why I'm saying I'm not really pissed off at her, what I, what pisses me off now is uh, the halabaloo that's going on of everybody pressing charges of criminal injury against her. Yeah. That's, that's going to be pointless, you know? There's nothing really serious that is going to happen to this woman. Because, I mean, criminal injury, the charges is probably going to be some suspended sentence, you know? It's it's even, like, that's the worst can that I, can happen. Can I interject? Oh. Uh, did you hear Did you hear what they explained criminal injury is? Yeah. Ultimately, you have to prove that that comment was intended to that, um, to, to a specific person, you know? So, so no it, 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 makes, it makes the whole case almost null and void, like... There isn't any law <laughs> in place to really punish a person from saying comments like that. So, so yeah. basically, you know, what, what uh, the sentence or you know uh, the consequences that, that she might face will be as serious as the KKK. Yeah. No, you no, know? Kim, Chloe. You know, and, uh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's Courtney. how serious. And Courtney. Yeah. That's how serious the, so it's the, not, the there's nothing major is going to happen. There's nothing major that is good. Like the West, when they say, yeah, you see, now I've punished you. It's probably community service. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and probably that as well would also be suspended. Switch off her data. Switch <laughs> off. Take away her Wi Fi. So, you know, um, um, I'd like to differ with uh, the guys in the studio. For me, it, it never was a problem. Uh, we live in South Africa. We've got how many official languages in other countries, and people are entitled to their opinion. If we were all the same, then what, what, it would be pointless living. Yeah. It would be a very boring life. So if she was entitled to her opinion, I was actually it was just entertaining to watch all the comments on social media and uh, all the uh, criti- uh, the people criticizing her. You know what? Gareth actually got into a bit of trouble. I I, I was checking it out yesterday. There was an article came out, and people were calling Gareth all types of names. And all he was saying was that it's free speech. Yeah, it is. I mean, you might not like what she has to say, but I mean, entitled to it. And um, I feel that you you know it's a futile exercise already. um, Knowing uh, the knowing what's going on with the law and whatnot, you know things we can't change. So. Yeah, I just 
I wasn't angry at her or anything. I was just thinking, yeah, no, that I, yeah, that I shouldn't really worry about. One of the more interesting things is that us as society are now sitting back and uh, pretending like we've never felt that way. Like you've never felt mm. that way about a group of people or an individual who's made you uh, so passionate to that point where you feel like calling them you know, names. Mm. You know, saying, oh, fuck you, you fucked hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So now we're sitting back like, oh, I, I, I probably never felt that way. Mm, never happened. Mm. I, I think the way, the way this country has, has you know, evolved over the past 21 years you know race is still a very painful issue it's it's a very touchy subject you know so what? as much as we take free speech and all of these things into considerations what she said was fucked up yeah 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 and yeah. and there has Honestly. to be i feel like we have to live in a society whereby these things don't just happen <laughs> and we say nothing about it i mean there's tons of examples i mean in the u.s black people get killed man they actually they die okay <laughs> and, and i think it starts with little comments like that honestly my biggest my biggest issue about the whole thing is um the idea that it's still i mean it is still so i mean we must all now realize that it is very very apparent that racism is gone nowhere it's just gone into the houses mm. yeah i mean it's just hidden back into the houses but it's still very much there yeah it just pops its head up every now and then when a girl as dumb as um, sparrow decides to make it um, to tweet about it mm. but it's very there and it is um i was reading an article um eff what their thoughts were about this whole penny sparrow thing and what they said was was what i really think um matters the most in this whole idea is that the reason why it's still there is because there is really no consequence to it i mean they can wear it with pride and know that look there's nothing wrong with me being a racist in yeah. this south africa they don't i mean they really don't fear it it's okay for them to be a racist yeah um i actually Believe that they're still entitled to their uh, freedom of speech and expression. How many times, like, like you've never called fellow black people a monkey? Like, look at that monkey. <laughs> Come on, I, I, I think we just take our lives too seriously. We yeah. should just chill. I relax, Let's look at the there are serious things that we should be worrying about that are happening, mm-hmm. and we're not looking at that. We're busy about, uh, you know. Isn't yeah, Parliament okay. open today? Is it today? No, no, it's not today. It's on the eleventh. Eleventh, right? Monday. Oh, okay. Monday. That's you see. I don't even know the date. <laughs> Maybe we should be talking about that. Six yeah, days yeah. in, I'm saying <laughs> already. Here we are. Hello, Salah. Happy. Ah, oh. oh, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I can't wait for Parliament to open. But yeah, that's not going off topic. If, if, I, I I get what uh, no, you can do. Whatever you want. You know? Relax. Katagwe yeah. uh, is, is is saying, Hori, we've got uh, better things to worry about." I think now, the best uh, prosecution of this whole thing is not necessarily a legal one, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it should come from uh, the people that get offended. Like I think a part of me says it's high time we get to a point where we don't really get this pissed off about someone being racist. Yeah, you know, because uh, all they are today is just words. Like there was a time when racism was actually real, like when it was still, you know, seriously systematic. Mm. It's not really. Like that anymore, you know. So, what do you say then to you know um, the black dude that doesn't get a job because he's black and all of those things? I mean, this thing it 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 affects 
more than just the things you post on Facebook. You know what I mean? We're, sure. we're looking at sure. a very small incident here that, that, that showed itself. But I mean, during her day, like, does she throw bananas at black people when she's walking down the street? Like, how far does her racism go? Is it just about a Facebook post? That's what worries me. Okay, yeah, true. How true. much more does it affect? I'll I'll tell you what what it, what it affects. Uh, if you're in China, or if you're a black movie star in China, that's not uh, Will Smith, apparently, right? So the new Star Wars film was released, and obviously there's a bunch of uh, promotions going on and uh, posters put out and whatever. Uh, so now in in China, the lead the male lead actor in this movie, this colossal movie, uh, John Boyage, who's 23, uh, on the poster in China, he's been shrunk. They made him smaller. So like everywhere else, you can see that oh, John Boyage there he is. Uh, can you check out check check out the picture as well? Uh, the difference between uh, the ones that are all around the world and the one in China. Like he's like a, he's he looks like a, a Lego man on the poster. <laughs> wow! So because that's how the Asian market is, uh, they they don't want to see him. Like you know, he's, he's a, I don't know how you're not going to see him in the movie, but you that's how they yeah. approached <laughs> uh, for that market there too. Wow. So it, it can go to those extents where things it's, like it's that not just the Facebook happen. post anymore. It's not. Do you know what? They 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 went out of their way to make that black dude a Lego man on a poster, although it's a poster for a movie. They went that far. I think um, rather we should be looking at how easy we think um, reconciliation is, how easy we think. We just think that all those years of oppression and conditioning are just going to go away because we are now a rainbow nation. You know, at the end of the day, this is still happening. Like, uh, kids are still being trained. These uh, these Afrikaner camps where uh, they, they say they're teaching the kids to protect themselves and their girlfriends, you know, and they mm. take these these guys in when they're about 13, 14 and they camp there for like a good week and they train them on everything, you know? I don't have a problem with racists and racism as long as it doesn't affect society. Whereas now we have to be separated because you are a racist. Mm. Now that's wrong. Yeah. Because you are now contributing negatively uh, to the nation. You You are now not saying you don't want to be part of this country. So when we all start being affected because you, you are a racist, the rest of us are fine. Like, oh, okay, whatever. But now we must obey by your rules and your laws where there have to be different bathrooms and uh, they have children, kids in school have different classes categorized or, or grouped by race. So now when we all start getting affected, that's when racism and racists become a problem. Yes. Um, I'd also like to add in when you were saying is that Racism is more about the actions, the things that you do, is more um, uh, more is 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 more of a factor than anything else. The, in terms of farmers, I mean, by law you have to have a black partnership in there um, as a farmer. Instead of going to the people that work with you and giving um, jobs there and giving partnerships there, the people that are making your business, your people. They'll rather go get some black one person that some white black politician that um, they'll give shares to and they know that their things are fine. But I mean, the idea is you you're not willing to you're not willing to um, accept the fact that you are living amongst these people. Yeah, that's yeah. my problem. You are living amongst these people and you still think you are above them, but 
by some sort of way. That's the problem with racism. Do you know there was something that happened um, in the states when the when there was the the bus boycott. I don't know if you guys know about it. Yeah. Um, that Martin Luther King and you know he yeah. was a part of it. They actually affected the whole economy by not using the buses anymore yeah. because people couldn't get to work. The bus companies weren't making their monies and so on and so forth. What is it going to take for us as South Africans, specifically black South Africans? What do we need to do to affect that amount of change? What are we doing to, you know, solve this whole thing? How do we change things? By, so basically not waiting for people to be racists uh, to want to have action. Yeah. As in to want to be independent, not have to wait to react to racism to want to do something else. As in, you know, find our own way, so to speak. Yeah. So not waiting to have a reaction, but actually being proactive about, about what it, should yeah. go on. Look, uh, I got one. Okay. Uh, make more white friends and learn how to speak English like a white man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's enough of those black people. By now. <laughs> dude, dude, <laughs> seriously, uh, dude, seriously. <laughs> like, like um, these different levels of of racism. I think they obviously have to be like attacked in different ways. You know. Okay. Uh, like for instance, this level of racism of speaking out against uh, or being anti-black. In public, I think that is something that is easy to ignore, just as Ngapiko uh, said. Yeah. Uh, we've got better, th- like, we've got bigger problems to worry about. Now, this, the systematic racism, we must fight it there. We can't mm-hmm. fight that with, with a black power movement yeah. in the streets, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not going to work. We need to build the businesses. We need to own infrastructures. We need to actually participate in the yeah. economy so that we can make decisions that affect the economy. You can't affect the economy outside of it. You know, yeah, yeah, okay, and uh, you know, uh, there are still those, um, you know, there are people in this country. I don't want to say white or black, but they are white. That are still, um, <laughs> that are still uh, singing the old national anthem and not want to be wanting to be a part of this country. Mm. You know, why are we keeping them here? Why are they still here? Why don't we take action against those people that don't want to be a part of this country, and those people that don't want to. Uh, by by take action. Along, what what know. do you mean by action? Like like help them get somewhere else. Like okay, sure. So you guys don't <laughs> want to be here anymore. Go where do you want to go? Australia. Chuck. Yeah. Chuck. We'll help you get. Give them. Get them their visas. Give them their visas. Let's be active in uh, building this rainbow nation. Or maybe it was a facade uh, that we are still not getting to uh, the bottom of. You know, a lot yeah, of people think it was a facade, and I'm yeah. I, I'm let's one let's of be them. active oh. about it. I'm, I'm let's, one of Let's them. be active about it. Yeah, um, I think that is another thing. When you were asking about the solutions, um, this Penny's, um, the way we reacted to this um, Penny Sparrow saga yeah. is a good start. For me, I believe, ultimately, once we start talking about it, once we start putting it out on the streets, so, look, this thing is still very much here. Yeah. It is still very much here. Let's just accept it and start acting on it. Yes. Show Penny Sparrow exactly what monkeys can do. Yes. If one sparrow is racist, <laughs> does that make all sparrows racist? Yeah, that's why I, I, I got pissed off when this guy called me Jack Sparrow yesterday. I was like, I, I am not part of that family. Okay? Do not put me in that group. Okay? She's not my aunt. She's not my aunt. I don't know her. I do not know her. 
Good luck with the next big uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. <laughs> so uh, there's been research released uh, by a think tank or that they did uh, in a social media context in terms of uh, the racial divide and what's going on uh, in the world. Uh, they, they say that uh, there are more than 3 million slurs per week on Twitter. Per week? Yeah. Wow. This is globally? This is globally. Yeah. Okay. And also saying that there's been a 4.8 increase in percent increased in racist tweets per day in the last two years. Hmm. All right. So it's a growing problem. Yeah. It's not a growing problem. It's, 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 it's an appearing problem. Yeah. It's not growing. It's always been there. Uh, and, and also noting that racist, ter- uh, racist terms are uh, becoming endemic amongst cultures they were once meant to offend. So like, oh, my nigga, what up? Yeah. We still haven't done that. Hey, my kaffir, what's good? Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we are not playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, but I do Sorry. not see any person in this country calling another person no. a kaffir. <laughs> like black people? Uh, I know. No. I don't see that one happening. I know. In, fact, in fact, when white people like... I've come across a couple of white people that decided to use that word. And my initial reaction was to laugh. Like, you are an idiot. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why they, like, some white people, you know, decide, well, seem to think that that word still hurts the same way it did back then. And it's typically old white people, you know? Yeah, yeah you know, um, the perfect response I've had to that is, your mother raised you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and she dresses you funny. Mm-mm, child. Experts also fear that social media could have a serious impact on race relations in future. So how we talk to each other as nations now, how we sit down at the round table and negotiate about what's going on and what decisions we need to take as a people for the people. But, you know, I, I think there are enough people in the world that... You know, there's always going to be a couple rotten apples. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's bound to happen. As much as we might all agree that, you know, um, as far as our emotions and thoughts might correspond as, as far as this race stuff is concerned, there's always going to be someone who's going to try swim against the grain. Yeah. You know, yeah. who's going to jump out and say some foolish shit. And it's like we take 10 steps back after making two forward. Back again in the social media context, uh, in terms of solutions that we need to find as a people going forward, uh, YouTube have, if you've seen the comment sections on some internet uh, posts, and so like news sources that have comment sections, uh, YouTube comment sections and, and uh, those things, uh, they've come up with a way of preventing what goes on online, uh, what people say. Because if you've seen some of the comments under YouTube videos, now those things are hectic. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> those things are serious. <laughs> Uh, they, they, so in terms of, of the comments, how they're going to come in on YouTube, they're going to tailor it to who your friends are. So who you know. Cause I mean, if you look at social media in a Twitter context, it opened everything up. It wasn't like Facebook where you have to accept someone uh, to come into your circle. Uh, you can yeah. make it private and all those things, but it's not the same uh, sort of thing. So YouTube now plan to tailor the comments to who is commenting about what's actually on the video and the people that want to direct message you as a user on YouTube. So making it friendlier uh, for those comments to come in. Like you don't, you're not just going to get random things uh, 
coming out at you. But sometimes those random things are the truth. Like if you can't yeah. sing, you can't sing. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, that. I think it's it's a bit a step closer to now running the internet like uh, television broadcast, which is the one one of the things that I fear in this information age. You know, yeah. I I think internet should remain the way it is. Like it should be open. It should be so that we know who's out there. You know, yeah. um, like. Uh, I think they, they're starting to realize now, like officials and everything, that they have very little control over the internet and it has become a bit more influential than, than they uh, initially imagined, you know? So, I mean, that's why in the States, uh, right now, they're still fighting the, the, the zero rating issue of, of the internet. They want it to, uh, they want to keep the zero rating because once you, once you kill zero rating in the internet, then it means mm. someone has a remote control for the internet, yeah. you know? We can't go back there. Um, I just wanted People must also remember that Internet is not your mother's bedroom (laughs) The internet is not your mother's bedroom Whatever you put out there Understand whatever you put out there You've put out for the world Yeah. Yeah. So let's not just understand The world is now access to that So like Penny Sparrow If you think like that Keep it in your mother's bedroom. Yeah. But if you're going to put it out in the world, we're going to react as a world. That's, it's going to happen. That's what you need. We are going to find you. <laughs> <laughs> and we will hunt you down. <laughs> Is it okay, though, to threaten someone's family? No, 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 no. no. We, not, not to threaten family. If you are putting out an honest opinion, if what you think is an open, uh, honest opinion of yourself, like that, then you must be able to accept the honest responses that come from it. You know, it's, it's not a one-sided thing. Yeah. It's, you, you don't have that privilege. You can't just. <laughs> you can't just. No. So as much as you're putting out is what you're getting. Uh, Basically. May, maybe it's, it's a matter of acceptance also. Um, and I think if you've analyzed what happened in our past history in this country, I feel like I don't have the claim, uh, a claim to the word gaffer. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah. it shouldn't make me angry. Exactly. Or it doesn't make me angry. I mean, if you're going to call me a gaffer, I'm going to call you a gaffer too. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck me or fuck you too, dog. Yeah. Hey, hey. You know? That's I, I mean, if you look at our history, if you really analyze it uh, in terms of systematic control that goes mm-hmm. on, that's insane. It's, that That is know? a tough fight. Um, but also, it was a mental war. Yeah, it that was. was the I, first one they won, I, and I, we are still battling with that. That's, I think for me, that is the biggest one. Yeah. I think that's the thing we should be focusing all our energies on. True. That's what we need to flip. Like, it's it's unbelievable that you can walk up to a couple of black people in this country and tell them that, you know, black people were the first people to circumnavigate the globe, yeah. and they look at you like you're insane. Oh, what do you mean? You know black people are afraid of water. <laughs> Stupid things like that. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Th- those, those kind of things are the things we need to be fighting. This mental game is insane. It's insane, man. It is it's so insane, man. It is insane. Even uh, crazier that it's happening and most of us don't see it. Or see oh. it in that way. Oh, man. It's still that thing of yeah, it was a physical fight. Yeah, yeah, man. They just hit us harder and we got knocked out. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, it was it was just a gun. Yeah. And just a bullet. Yeah. No, man. Like, these things affect so much more. True. Anyway, uh, whew, this this has been heavy. This has been yeah. very interesting, yeah. man. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy you guys came through. But anyway, uh, for those of you who want to join the conversation, I can't believe this is the first time I'm doing this. But anyway, uh, you can give us a call, 0861 on Twitter, at cliffcentral.com, at jack underscore five foot four at Van Given. Uh, on Facebook, Cliff Central, WeChat ID, Cliff Central, to send a message. All you have to do is... Uh, 
tap connect, then message to show. Thank you very much. Thank you. I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold, we are one. This is CliffCentral.com. Yes, indeedy, man. Uh, just another cool kid, Jack. Uh, hanging out with Neo Van Given. Uh, we are standing in for Andrew Levy and uh, Rory Sang this morning on the Konza show. And uh, we, we just had a very interesting conversation with a couple of my friends. I, I like the fact that my friends are smart, man. Like, okay, <laughs> we can conversate even if that is a real word or not. But and, anyway. and then people don't have the decency to ask us if we're here out of our own free will. <laughs> Does he actually love us or are we here because, you know, no, 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 I actually being do. held hostage. No, you guys are not being held hostage. Help me. No, I just locked you in my basement for 10 years. <laughs> so you would develop Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Stuck to me for life. Anyway, um, we are now joined by a, a, a you know, a, a beautiful, intelligent. You want to start there with a businesswoman? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> is that what you want to start? I'm sorry. When I see an opportunity, I take it, man. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and front you. I'm, I'm here, you know. Uh, beautiful, intelligent, uh, you know, driven, fantastic young woman. Gifilwe um, Dihole, how are you? I am so good today. You are so good I today. am so good to be in your presence. Oh, man. <laughs> the feeling is so mutual. Guys, I think the rest of you can shut up. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it from here. I'll take it from here. Anyway, so uh, Vanilla Corner. Let's 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 chat about Vanilla Cola. How did it begin? Where where did it start? Wow, um, it actually started with my older sister, mm-hmm. um, a fifteen-year-old living at home. Started baking, started baking for my mom's friends, and they enjoyed it. And she just developed her skills from there. And then um, when my sister was in college. Besides taking us to school, she had to make us slaves. So we'd bake muffins and she would um, deliver them to different office parks in um, Rosebank and in Randburg. So basically it started there. I think I was in grade five, six, and she'd wake us up at like four in the morning to start baking with her. Yeah. So that she could take us to school and then go and deliver cupcakes or muffins. Oh, wow. And and you were 15 at the time. Uh, well... Younger. Younger, actually. Mm, yeah. So, so this started how many years ago? Jeez, um, over 10 years, 15 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah, so it's been around for a while. Your mother's a genius. She is, actually. <laughs> she is an evil genius, <laughs> right? She didn't just have kids. She gave birth to workers Right She was like I'm going to start my own company Yeah no definitely I mean my brother's a photographer And my mom's a fashion designer So I think we got the entrepreneurial skills from her Yeah And we've just learned to build our own things There is again evil genius her son is a photographer. She owns a fashion design uh, thing. So, she, so I suppose he takes all the uh, pictures, of course. Pictures. Yeah. Well, sometimes if we're on good terms, you know, yeah. sibling <laughs> rivalry <laughs> yeah. gets a bit tricky sometimes. But yeah, my sister does decor as well. So 
it's just an empire waiting to happen. This is serious. <laughs> this, this, this is what I'm saying. This is this is very yes. serious. Um, I, I'm gonna need my uncles to send your uncles a letter, <laughs> just so I can get some shares. You know. Um, so this thing, ha- uh, well, vanilla corn has been around for a while now. You guys do. Uh, what do you guys do? Is it just baking? I heard you mention uh, decor a second ago. No, it's not just baking. Um, have a huge passion in catering. And yeah, so we do all different types of events. Um, so we do catering, we do platters, and also the baking side of things. It's yeah. not just scones and whatnot. We're doing wedding cakes, birthday cakes, all your different novelty cakes. And then there's deco side as well. My twin sister actually took over that side. Uh, it gets deeper. So yeah. um, she does the deco and we actually started doing events management as well, which is amazing because you just take over everything. <laughs> and I think with our passion and love for making people's events amazing yeah. and memorable, it's also better for us to do it that way. But obviously, sometimes you got to step back, you know, and let people do their thing and then just present them with a beautiful cake. Yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah, and events management. And then we put my brother on board um, when he's available and when the client allows to do our photography. And he's pretty amazing, I think. So, yeah, everyone's self-taught, pretty much. Cool, yo, man. If All amazing right. had to be a being, if it had to be like a person... You are the embodiment <laughs> of amazing. And, and, and I'm sitting here thinking, she got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking about that. Like, I can't take all the credit. Yeah. I must say that um, we work well as a unit yeah. if we're not fighting. But um, everyone has their different skills. And when we all come together, it's amazing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's, it's really amazing because some cakes are very complex. With like a photography cake, um, like a camera cake, for instance. We need my brother's skills there. Yeah. So everyone has to put their input. You don't just make sponge and then cover it and then there's a cake. No, it's hours and hours of work. I've, I've watched Cake Box. So <laughs> cake I, Box. I, I think I understand. So so uh, my producer, Duncan, over there, uh, he wants to know, um, as far as, this is so strange, uh, this is his wavelength, how would you curb racism through your cakes and your events and your decor? How would you fight racism? Um... I think firstly, it's just about creating jobs with what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think when you, when you deal with clients as well, you can't, you have to have neutral basis with everything that you do. You can't deal with racist people. And if they are there, then you just have to find a way to work around it because I think it's something that we can't run away from. Yeah. You just have to, um, be um you have to work as you're running a business yeah it's got nothing to do with racism and all the politics that we're dealing with in the society so i don't um take things from a racist perspective yeah i just try and exclude that in everything that i do and if it's there you just try and calm down the situation and don't involve it basically yeah yeah you just try and run away from it or try and deal with the situation in an appropriate manner because it's always going to be there, unfortunately. All right. Since we decided to go back to the racist stuff, um, 
Uh, we've got a couple of messages here on WeChat, and uh, there's, there's, there's a couple of them that are very interesting. We've got Aaron Eustace saying, uh, funny fact, the first legal slave owner in the British colonies that would eventually become the United States was a black man. That black man was Anthony Johnson. I've got a couple of problems. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Anthony Johnson. We need to talk about this we guy. We need to talk about this guy. Um, Where did he come from? All I'm saying is, Aaron, I'm not saying that you're a I am my dude, but my problem is if there was a slave uh, owner in the 14th century and his name was Anthony Johnson, someone owned him before <laughs> he owned other motherfuckers. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Was he not the caretaker or something? He was a caretaker, man. He was a slave caretaker. He didn't own shit. Johnson. Where, where does that come from? Oh, man. He no, was a caretaker who became a boss like Van Royen for yeah. just a weekend <laughs> and then he became a legend. You know? Now he's being blamed for all these unnecessary things. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just helping man. <laughs> I was giving them the borders. <laughs> you know? Look, yeah, Jack, no, look sorry, now. You're a racist. Sorry. You are a racist. I, I'm not now a you racist. don't you don't get a cupcake. Everybody everybody gets a cupcake but you Jack the Ross. You bloody racist. You don't get one. He'll get the crumbs, it's okay. <laughs> Alright, so if you look I just wanted to know if you know th- there's a lot of people with great ideas out there. Yeah. I mean fantastic ideas for business and all of this stuff. What what would be, you know, your Words of encouragement, or what? What would you want them to focus on in order to actually get these businesses up and running? That way, a lot more people buy black products. Basically, how do how do you how do you get someone to get off their backside and actually do something about it? I think it's a matter of reading. Um, there's a lot of books out there, yeah. and you just have to educate yourself firstly, and build your skill. And that doesn't mean that you are going to be big over one night. Yeah. It's a matter of sitting at home like I did for a long time and stressing, not sleeping and just building your skills and then putting yourself out there. It yeah. needs to start small. Everything is going to start small. Rome was not built in a day. Mm-hmm. So you need to educate yourself, even if it means at home. You need to build your skills and you need to find people that are going to help you develop those skills and find someone that's going to mentor you so that you can find a way to get out there properly. Because a lot of black people just want to be great. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they're fine with walking. The next car, their first car, their starter pack is going to be an Audi or whatever. But you don't start there. You know, like I started making scones. Yeah. And you build yourself from there. You put yourself out there. Do a lot of networking as well. Because there's a lot of people that might be in the same pipeline as you. That have gone through everything that you've gone through. So try and put yourself out there. Find different people. And don't be arrogant. Like There's nothing better than someone who's humble. And that's just trying to learn. Because we're all going to make it. We hope. (laughs) If you go down the right um, um, road. But we need to find ways of getting there. And a lot of black people just want to wake up millionaires. I'm not there yet. Yeah. So, and I'm okay with it because I've got so much more to learn. Even after all these years, I'm still learning. And I'm okay with that. And I think that's what people need to realize. It's like you graduate and you are just the most awesome person because you've got a piece of paper. That piece of paper doesn't give you anything. You need to work your 
ass off yeah. to get there. Isn't, Isn't she great? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rufilo, is it systematic? Sorry, Rufilo. Her twin sister is Rufilo. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you were about to say something. We're here. Is it systematically more difficult to have a black-owned company? Yes, it is. Oh. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. Yeah. Because, um, sorry to say, but other companies, as in your white companies, or, um, yeah, they have the advantage that we don't have. Even us black people would rather trust a white person to do something for us than a black person. Mm. And why is it that we as black people want to give our business to white people? There's two there's two well main reasons that I can think of now. Is that black people are incompetent with the way that they do things, structure and all of that stuff. And white people just have the advantage. That just because they're white, they're going to do a great job. But I'm sure I can do a better job than some people, you <laughs> mm. know. But it's not everyone as well. There's also people that are better than me in my in my um, department. And I'm okay with that. You know, I think when, when, when it comes to white privilege, a lot of people don't seem to understand no, not at the, all. the full extent of, of th- that, you know, the power of that privilege. Just you know? seeing your surname, Jay. Just seeing it <laughs> there on the paper. Oh, no, we no, can't do it. No, I, I want you to think yeah. of, like, for, for all of us, because we are black people in here. When we were growing up, man, like, things weren't just happening. Like, Mm-mm. if you decided to pick up cricket as a sport and you needed pads and a cricket bat <laughs> and whatnot, you would have to most probably get two pads and gloves. You'll borrow someone's cricket bat because yeah. gay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and those, those kind of. Uh, blocks that we come across They hinder progression man. And by the time we are 21 or 22 uh, You know the, Your natural, naturally born talent It's not harnessed it's, it's, mm. it's still raw Now that you've got your diploma and whatnot, Then you're like okay now I finally can make music yeah. <laughs> You're 22 years in My dog <laughs> You know and, and people don't seem to appreciate how, how much of a headache that is That's very true I think even in the company You have a mixer And you have certain equipment But you don't have everything Yeah. And it's either you hustle To get something Or you just make whatever you have work And it's it really does influence the work that you 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 produce. Mm. So I mean, if I had a kitchen, I'd be happy. Like, yeah, it's a dream to have like an industrial kitchen with all the equipment. But where do I get that? I don't yeah. have the privilege of having all that stuff. You know, it's not there. It's not sitting there waiting for me to go and use it. And it's hard to get it as well. How how then do you navigate as a company? Uh, what what are the things that you have to do? To try or compete at the same level with these disadvantages um you every little bit of money that you get, you save it to buy something, so you never get to where you really want to because all that money goes to whatever equipment that you have, so it's a struggle, and I'm working at home, luckily, we have like we have decent amount of space at home, you know, so I can roll fondant and whatnot so you you work with what you have and you just hope 
and just pray that you'll make enough money to buy an industrial oven, for instance, just so that you can have that in the house. And it makes such a huge difference than using just a small oven that's sitting there at home. You need a kick-ass marketing campaign. Right? Yes. Yeah. Speaking uh, of marketing, how, how, how do people get in touch with you? How do we find you? Where um, do we go? We have an Instagram page. I mean, is it an Instagram page? Yeah. Uh, well, what is knows. it? <laughs> <laughs> We're on Instagram. Yeah. Um, the handle is at Vanilla Corner underscore. We're on Facebook as well. We have a page called Vanilla Corner. And you can contact us via email. It's kifilwe at vanillacorner.co.za, rifilwe at vanillacorner.co.za, and palasa at vanillacorner.co.za. It's vanilla corner everywhere. Vanilla hey? corner everywhere. everywhere. It's the whole design. <laughs> it's the whole design. <laughs> All right, yeah. um. Yeah, I, I, no, it's just there was something that's been bothering me this whole time. Like this yeah. whole time when she's talking about her business, né? like she keeps mentioning scones as like the Ish. scum of the bakery <laughs> business. You know, it's like, you know, I started small, I started somewhere. I used to bake scones. They like, they're like the black people of bakery. <laughs> and I love scones, you know. Just, yeah. You know, the thing I is, I love scones, but I hate making them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think okay. they just make my hands filthy. <laughs> <laughs> Started from the bottom. But you have to start from the bottom. <laughs> if you forget baking powder, it's over for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just didn't understand why they are the bottom, you know? Because <laughs> we as the scones <laughs> will not be much <laughs> nalai. We demand <laughs> equal <laughs> position. I think, I think um, when I look at the Things that I'm making now okay. compared to uh, a scone. Ah, okay. It's, I get you. There's a huge difference <laughs> and there's a lot of technicality that goes yeah. into it. Okay. So it doesn't take two hours to make um, <laughs> that. It yeah. takes days okay. to finish a wedding cake. We will oh, not be making <laughs> alive as the scones. <laughs> I still we, love you. <laughs> we too deserve icing sugar. <laughs> It's really been interesting, man It's really been dope uh, Okay, we're going to do a sweep across the room uh, You guys tell us where we can keep up with you On social media and all of this stuff And uh, your last thoughts, basically uh, I don't know, should we start with the rose amongst the thorns? Or should we start with the thorns and then end with the rose? I think we're going to end with the rose <laughs> Yeah okay. Okay, um, well, it's Wu uh, on Facebook, Wu Fat Cat Pagati. I was like, and then um, Instagram at um, at Fat Cat Pagati. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's Tumelo Chilwani on Facebook, and on Instagram is Chilwani TS. Yeah, Bra Aza. It's at Bra at Aza dot Groovement, and at Bra Aza on Twitter. Yeah, Instagram. I don't have a problem with you If you're a racist You're just not getting dessert <laughs> I'm not on social media Because I believe it's a reward-based system That's made us lazy And incapable of creating our own platforms uh, So cheers to that That was just Wow <laughs> Kifilo, I don't know how you're going to follow that up <laughs> I am Kifilo Duhole and I'm okay with social media. <laughs> it's just one way of me getting myself out there. Um, you can find us on www.vanillacorner.co.za 
Um, Facebook, we have a Vanilla Corner page, and Instagram is Vanilla Corner underscore. And yeah, get us on email as well at kifilwe at vanillacorner.co.za. It's K E F I L O E at vanillacorner.co.za. Get it right. Get okay. it right. And get the races right. get. Um, scones, you know, <laughs> not the fancy desserts, and that's okay. We'll just add a bit of icing if we need to. <laughs> no icing, sugar. It's <laughs> <laughs> been fantastic hanging out with you guys, man. Um, yeah, man. I believe Andrew Levy and uh, Rodisang will be here next week. Uh, that that two some there kicking ass all the time. Uh, it's been fun, man. Just another cool kid. I'm out of here at Jack underscore five foot four. It's really that simple. This is CliffCentral.com.